Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, Dark Star HR Giga's World. It's funny because prior to seeing this documentary, I referred to the gentleman as Geiger. And for folks who aren't familiar with his work at all, he is the artistic creator of the Aliens series, or the well, really, Alien, I think, was the only film that he was heavily involved with. And then, you know, the, the subsequent sequels and what have you just thematically went back to his work. I'm interested because I didn't really find the Alien franchise compelling. The stuff that interests me from Giga's work is associated with, like, the vast, deep, dark, labyrinth-like set of, I guess, kind of godlike creatures in human form with a strange melding of metal and flesh. And it's interesting, actually, because I never saw his artwork as being like erotic or anything like that. In fact, it's quite curious watching a documentary based on him and his work, having the term erotic used to his work, because I guess, I guess, yeah, to see strange human figures with, you know, bits of metal protruding into them and out of them and all these kind of things, I guess it just doesn't strike me as eroticism. In any case, I've been a fan of his work for many years now. I'm not really sure if there was a defining factor associated with my interest in his work. It could have been related to the fact that the Games Workshop Warhammer 40k franchise has an alien race that is very loosely based on aliens, but with a completely different theme. And I think that's probably the first introduction that I had to his work. The gun with the humanoid bullets with hard helmets and these kind of things and goggles. I mean, these are the kind of images where, and I think of Giga, I think of these images primarily. This is a very interesting documentary because it's filmed in a style that is in one regard frustrating, but also clearly is important to keep a degree of honesty, I think, with regards to the subject matter. There's a lot of obscured photography. There's a lot of blurred fading in, fading out stuff. And there's not really a depth that I'd want to have associated with this individual's psychology, his background history, a wide variety of factors this film doesn't cover. Where I find this film fascinating is that this is an end-of-life film. Giga died a few weeks following the filming of this. I hope that's not a giveaway, but you might come to it with that impression anyway because of when it was filmed and when he passed away. And he is quite an interesting character in terms of the fact that he is, or at least he's portrayed in the film as being relatively pleasant and easygoing, relatively light-hearted and almost childlike. And I always thought of him certainly looking at his work as being a kind of troubled, darker artist who would be similarly troubled and disheartened by aspects of like the broader society. And what I think is fascinating through this is actually how he's fundamentally a popularist, or at least he's portrayed that way in terms of the nature of a kind of end-of-life documentary. It's rare to actually see end-of-life documentaries in this day and age. The theme that was historically the end-of-life documentary related to people who were, I guess, in their 60s and 70s, in the 1960s and 70s, funnily enough, certainly independent documentaries and free-flowing documentaries were really becoming like a new form in documentary filmmaking in the late 60s and early 70s. And at this point, people, I think, were in a stage of restless panic. I look back on you know, documentaries on Sartre, for example, where clearly there were like half a dozen documentary makers that were all really excited with this new form and thought we are going to make Sartre our subject. 
So, you know, you see footage of Sartre wandering through Paris, I guess, in the mid-70s, you know, with a throng of people around him. It's almost like the Mason family with, you know, women skipping along. This is my own imagery here. And to see this documentary style of, like, capturing someone at the end of their life quite intentionally, because you know it's roughly the end of their life, but they have a lot of important morsels to pass on, that's really where I see this film being. I think it's well worth watching. It's very visually rich, but it would be hard to imagine any other visual form being used with such a subject matter. It's on Netflix, which is how I got to see it, but certainly Dark Star, H.R. Giga's World, well worth watching. If you're a fan of his style, if you're not a fan of his style, it might be an interesting introduction to his style as well.